This episode is brought to you by the Roster Up Media Network, home to tangible insights for the NFL and fantasy sports. Check us out at rosterupmedia.com. Welcome back to the Giant Up Podcast, people. We're back with our latest episode, and we got a ton of hot news coming at you right fresh off the press. We got a hot win against Philadelphia. We got the firing of Jason Garrett and the new look offense this week, who was absolutely lights out with their elite 13-point scoring after the firing of Jason Garrett. But hey, a win's a win. But let's get into the thick of it here. Let's first talk about the firing of Jason Garrett. So that has not been addressed yet on this podcast. So Jason Garrett was let go before this week's game against the Philadelphia Eagles. And uh, I think we all think that uh, we all know it was time. The marriage was not working out. The Giants offense was the worst. It's been brutal watching the Giants offense the last, the last few years. It just sucks. Like, I don't understand why why we're so far behind in, in, in terms of offense. Um, we fired Jason Garrett. We still still we still scored 13 points. Like we knew that firing him wouldn't solve all of our problems. He wasn't just the only reason the offense was bad. Uh, But now it's going to fall more on Joe judge. I mean, he's being weird as shit and it's kind of annoying. And he's like thinking he's all sly and he's not naming an offensive coordinator. He's not even mentioning Freddie kitchens by name. He's just saying it's going to be a collective effort from all the other offensive coaches. So, I mean, if that's what he wants to do, that's what you want to do. Like, if you want to be annoying and weird, Joe Judge, fine. Uh, We won against the Eagles, so I can't complain, but we still only scored 13 points. Our defense was absolutely lights out, and that's the reason we won the game. That's the reason we probably won all of the games we've won in the last few years was was mostly because of our defense. Uh it's good to see the defense playing that well, especially with like all the injuries that we've had this year. I feel like it's been very inconsistent showing. Uh, I know the Eagles aren't amazing, but they were five and six. They're now five and seven. And the Giants came up with a huge win. I mean, like we have all, I mean, at least for me, what I've wanted to see from them this year as a fan is just obviously taking a step up from last year, which we're already kind of not doing, but like there's still time. We're four and seven. Uh, we have the Dolphins next week, which is another winnable game. I mean, we were in we were in MetLife this last week, so that made it that, that was nice. We beat the Philadelphia Eagles at home, but next week we're going to be in Miami, so that's another winnable game. That game will be up on one o'clock Eastern time, and that should be an exciting one because it's another winnable one. But let's go over this game against the uh, against the Eagles. I mean. The defense was lights out, like we said. Let's talk about the defense first. I mean, I think it's only fair to talk about the reason that we won the damn game. Um, I'd say, like, the people that I want to highlight more than anybody are guys like Xavier McKinney, who had an interception and just is, is starting to look more comfortable in the defense and is starting to carve out his role in the NFL. I mean, he struggled with injuries early on in his career, and now he's back and he's staying healthy and he's carving out his role. He's has his nose to the ball. He had two pass deflections and an interception. He had four tackles. He had a great game, Xavier McKinney. I love him. 
Uh, Darnay Holmes and Tay Crowder also had interceptions. Tay Crowder's interception was massive. Came right at the end of the second half. It looked like Philadelphia was about to put some points on the board. And Tay Crowder sealed an inter- with his interception, sealed the shutout for the half. Uh, right on the goal line. It, massive play by him. Uh, and Julian Love. Uh, I mean, Darnay Holmes had his interception as well. Julian Love came very close to having a huge interception, ended up not getting it. But, like, our nose was all over the ball today. Like, Jalen Hurts had a lot of trouble. He had, was 14 for 31. He had a 45% completion percentage, which is horrible. He only threw 129 yards, which is also horrible. And he had zero touchdowns and three interceptions. I mean, just get absolutely clamped up, Jalen Hurts. He ran the ball very well. He ran the ball eight eight times for 77 yards. But we had him locked up completely. The passing game was a non-factor. And we just bothered them constantly throughout the entire game. Um, And, yeah, our defense was phenomenal. Player of the game, absolutely the entire defense. Give it to him. Pat Graham and the entire defense. You guys win player of the game. So now let's go over the offense. Uh, Daniel Jones played another really good game. Uh, he's 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 been solid. Like, he's, he's always just been playing good games. He's not making a lot of mistakes. And he's completing a high clip of his passes. And he's, I mean, he's not scoring a lot of touchdowns. He's not throwing a lot of touchdowns, but scoring, God forbid. He's not throwing a lot of touchdowns, but he's not making a lot of mistakes either. So, I mean, where we are, where, where we're at with Daniel Jones right now, is like, I guess I'm comfortable with because he is showing improvement. He's not lighting up the stat sheet with a bunch of touchdowns and a bunch of yards. Um, but he's not making, he's cutting down on the mistakes, which is sick. He's becoming more of a, more comfortable within the NFL. And also I feel like more confident in himself. And understanding which throws he can make and which throws he shouldn't make because he's turning the ball over a lot less. So he had a 63% completion percentage. He threw for 202 yards and a touchdown. And that touchdown, we all know, went to Chris Myrick, who I tweeted about. I butchered his last name, which I apologize about, but I was just so pumped that he caught a touchdown because I love cool stories like this. He's a Philadelphia native. He's bounced around like he's been trying to stick with the NFL, and he gets his first career touchdown catch um, against the Philadelphia Eagles, which is maybe a team he grew up in was a fan of. Who knows? Like he, it's just so cool though. He had the only touchdown for the Giants, and boy, was it a huge one. I mean, the catch was unbelievable. If anybody saw it, it was like. Gravity just willed its way into making sure that he had that touchdown. It looked like he was going to drop it, and the ball was inches away from hitting the turf, and he just kept it glued to his leg and then brawled it in. It was such a cool catch, such a cool moment. Um, What could be a little concerning is, though, it's like, can the Giants only score touchdowns on trick plays and throwing to these random guys? Like they said they wanted to make it an effort to get Kenny Galladay a touchdown. He had seven targets. Seven targets for three catches and 50 yards. But they said they wanted to make it more of a point to get him a touchdown. And they can't. Like they can only throw touchdowns to like right now, 
Andrew Thomas and random dudes on these trick plays. Like, why can't we score in the red zone? We are the worst team in the NFL at scoring in the red zone, and it's so frustrating. We kick way too many field goals. Graham Gano's leg is going to fall off if we don't start scoring touchdowns. I don't understand why it's so hard for us with all of these talented skill position players. I know some of them have been hurt here and there, but we should be scoring more touchdowns. It's insane to me that Kenny Galladay can't score a touchdown. One of the best possession catches, but one of the best possession catchers in the league. I know he's been hurt too. He's been hurt for a while, but he doesn't, it's just ridiculous. No. But you know what? It's easy to still be negative about the offense because we only had 13 points, but a win is a win. And you can't complain about, about doing what it takes to get to get it win. We beat a we beat Philly. I mean, like we've had a lot of trouble in the past with teams in our division. So it's nice to see us beating Philly and taking them completely down. <sighs> Whoo! Wow. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about next week's game against Miami. We're in Miami. We're up against Brian Flores and the Dolphins who have struggled this year and who have kind of come on a little bit later now um, and are playing a lot better. So this isn't going to be a, a shoe-in, we're going to walk into Miami and win next week. We're minus three. We're not even the favorites. Like we're, we, are, we are projected to lose. But like I said, this is a winnable game. We should be able to beat a team like Miami. And if we don't, that's going to be tough because then the week after that, we have the Chargers in L.A. Um, so we have two road games in a row. We're going down. We're heading to Florida and we're heading to California. So... I honestly think that if we beat Miami, why not? Why can't we beat San Diego, man? Why wouldn't we be able to, huh? Why not us, people? Why can't we make a run? I mean, I feel like we always try to put on the burners and, and, and make a run. We may not even, we are, may already be screwed, honestly. Like, we're four and seven. Let's say here, if we're screwed or not. We are four and seven. We are currently ninth in the wild card. But the third wild card team right now is five and six, and they're Minnesota. So that is a reasonable goal to get to. Philadelphia was ahead of us in the wild card race. That is a massive win. That's the bottom line. Now, we are jumbled up with a bunch of other teams who are in that race for the wild card, but why can't we make a push? Why can't we? It's been too long. We can put it together. We can make it work. We can make things happen. We have the talent to win football games. All we have to do is just fix this weird shit that's going on with the coaching. We got rid of Garrett. Good. He should have been gone. Name an offensive coordinator and just go balls out. That's what I'd want them to do for the rest of the year. Go balls out. Balls to the wall football. You're four and seven. You don't have anything to lose. 
Your offense is already pathetic. Ramp it up. Throw some deep balls. Run some read ops. Launch balls up to Kenny Galladay. Who cares? We're fucking four and seven. I don't like to curse on the Giant Up podcast, and I apologize for that F-bomb, but... Play like you... Like your backs are against the wall, Joe. Have these boys playing like you're about to get fired if you don't win more games this year. That's the reality. Because guess what? Garrett's gone. And when Gettleman's gone, which may very well happen by the end of this year, there are no other fingers to point. Joe Judge will be the only one left. People are already starting to point fingers at him. People are already starting to turn against him. And it's only going to get worse if you don't continue to win. So that's a hell of a start after firing Jason uh, Garrett. The offense didn't look any better, but we got to win. So that's a good way to start after firing him. And let's hope that we can win two in a row against Miami. That'd be so, like, God, that'd be great. But we can do it, man. I believe. We just got to keep believing. My goal for this year is just to win as many games as we can, give as many teams hell as we can for the rest of this year because that's all we can do, people. That's all we can do. Whew. Sometimes you just got to take a deep breath when you're talking about the Giants because the Giants can be a little bit frustrating, man. And I'll tell you what, I thought the Knicks would be coming in here and making me feel a lot better, and they're not. So sports has been back to being kind of a grind again. I mean, the Knicks are still good. I can't complain. They're still above 500. But the G-Men, I mean, damn. It's just another year where we got to – we're like in purgatory. We're 4-7, and seven and we're, 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 we're starting off in another huge hole as we do every year. Now we're going to have to try to climb back out of it to make something of this season. And it's just frustrating. You want some stability within the organization, the stability that we lost when we got rid of Tom Coughlin. I know sometimes I know we had bad years with Coughlin, but we were a respected organization who used to win Super Bowls. Ten years ago, we won a Super Bowl. Now, we can barely figure out who the hell our offensive coordinator is. I mean, shit. I mean, the Giants have always been built on their great defenses, but when you go out and sign skill position players and draft Saquon Barkley second and sign Kenny Galladay and you still have Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton and you also draft Kadarius Toney, you damn well better have a good offense. As you guys can see, this win didn't really settle much of my frustrations with the offense. I mean, obviously, I don't think it did with anybody. Just scored goddamn 13 points. But what it did do is get us a win. And I don't want to be repetitive. I don't want to be repetitive. It's good that we got a win. We're going to wrap up the podcast here. We had a great win in Philadelphia. 
There's obviously some frustrations that I needed to air out here, but it's fine. We're going to figure it all out. We're going to go into Miami next week, and we're going to get the job done. We're going to go grab a dub. So that's all we need to do. Guys, I want to thank you so much for supporting the podcast and supporting Roster Up. Um, we're just a family. We're trying to grow as much as we can. We're trying to build. We're trying to get as much teams as we can until we have all 32 teams in the NFL. And we have a huge Roster Up family. Uh, I mean, if you want to be a part of this family, you can go follow the Giant Up Twitter. You can go follow the Roster Up Twitter or any of the Giants or any of the sports accounts that you have. I mean, we got Bills, we got Steelers, we got Ravens, we got we got freaking Panthers. We got a bunch of teams, baby. And we're growing this thing the only way we know how. With effort and with family. So that's basically it, people. I love you guys. I'll be making another podcast um after the Miami Dolphins game. So that'll be an extremely exciting podcast and yeah, let's hope we're talking about a win and not a loss. All right. I love you guys. Giant Up is out.